Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hello everyone, welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. Episode number, I don't even know, what do we think? 40 odd, maybe? 30, 40, 30-ish? 35? I don't know. 36. But welcome. I was going to say, when was the last time we did episode numbers? God, I I think it got to about 15. I was like, (laughs) I literally don't know anymore. Uh, But welcome to the Russian Grand Prix podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jess. And we are here to talk about the ongoings from the Sochi Autodrome. And, well, what can we say about the Russian Grand Prix? There was controversy. There was team orders. There was not a huge amount of wheel-to-wheel action, but reasonably entertaining in some aspects, would you say? Another strategy race. Another yeah. race saved by strategy, I'd say. Saved by strategy. Yeah. It's not my saved by Mercedes strategy. going onto mediums, basically. What is going on with your laptop? Oh, it's wigging out. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know what you've done. It's probably when Verstappen <laughs> doesn't win, you just throw your laptop or something. Yeah. Right? Uh, some three-word race reviews from fans. We've got survival.henzani says, Seb, it's James. <laughs> Squirrelboy1704, bring back V12s. Uh, we've got a Tommy stat in brackets. Uh, so, oh, Tommy, do you want to hit us with the statistic? A statistician, as Lando says. Yeah, a statistician. Statistician. Data. Data. Yeah, Sebastian Vettel probably won't enjoy this one, but uh, I looked back at the reliability of V12s uh, and looked back at the era when Ferrari had a V12 engine. Obviously, this isn't all engine failures, but predominantly engine failures uh, from their retirement. So in the hybrid era there's been 116 races and ferrari have retired from 25 of them and ferrari's v12 era between 89 and 95 there was 113 races and guess how many races one car retired from 83 wow out of 130 so he doesn't want to bring back the v12 don't bring back the v12s because you will never finish a race So I think that was quite then. a strange because he's never raced a V12. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I was like, "Why are you saying V12s? If he had said V10s, I'd have been like, well, yeah, yeah, I understand it.' But mm. don't know. Maybe Not that he, he raced them either, has. but V V8s. Oh yeah, V8s, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. He just loves the old schoolness. But yeah, interesting. Well, so yeah, he just he just kind of opened up and was like, "I like a V12." It was absolutely no correlation. No, to no. <laughs> uh, we've got Mixu underscore Tapani says Seb can't hear. And Ramprats says virtual safety car. Ooh. So Nimble 14674152 came in with one of the most important questions that we put out. WTF1 podcast, you know, we say from fans, you know, what's what kind of questions do you want to ask? And Nimble asked, should you put tomato sauce in the fridge or the cupboard? Um... Fridge. fridge, fridge. I'm a fridge guy. Surely, yeah. cup cupboard until it's open, yeah. and yeah. then you yeah, keep yeah, it refrigerated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow, okay. we can all agree. Wow, this is the first time we've agreed. <laughs> <laughs> it's about tomato sauce. Now, the actual question was uh, to do with Rampratt's virtual safety car three-word race review, where uh, Josh Poulter zero four came in with a question: Is pitting under the virtual safety car an unfair advantage to those who are able or choose to? I know they talked about it in, on the coverage, but would love to hear more opinions on it. So obviously, this is in relation to the fact that the race was basically flipped on its head um, after Vettel retired and then the VSC came out and Mercedes were essentially granted a free pit stop. Yeah. 
So I think at normal race pace, it's 24 seconds, wasn't it? Or yeah, something like that? yeah, they said it was about 15 And 15 seconds, under yeah. the virtual safety car. So that's a nine-second advantage, which Lewis very much and Valtteri both took advantage of. And that, as you say, flipped the race on its head. Lewis took the lead. And with it being Sochi Autodrome, there's not really much chance of any sort of changes yeah. of the lead. I love how this has come out now. The virtual safety car has been around for quite a long time, but only now it's sort of shafted a guy out of a race win and probably the fact that it's led to a mercedes one two suddenly people are now like oh well, this isn't fair the, yeah. no there was there's um australia last year when um seb overtook lewis in the pits under a vsc and then there was the whole like there's been a, 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 there has been there have been moments, moments where the a vsc has completely changed the outcome of a race but i've never seen so many questions because this was a quite a popular reply saying like the virtual safety car isn't fair and in the commentary as well, Paul DeResta, when Hamilton came out of the pits, Paul DeResta was very sort of, this isn't right, it's meant to neutralise the race, this isn't yeah. fair, which... Well, let's, should we should we go right, like, I guess, let's take it back to basics. What is the VSC there to do? Neutralise yeah, the race. neutralise the race. Right. Which... Without the need to bring can, out a full... But it never can. <laughs> well, it couldn't, especially when no. it first came out, because people were were kind of taking advantage of it in some areas there was that talk of taking different racing lines and you'd be able yeah. to gain time on your opponent as opposed to if you were taking the racing line and yeah it, it's, it's very odd but as you say it's supposed to neutralize the race and it hasn't really come up that much in terms of criticism for it obviously as you say there was the Vettel thing last year at Australia but we've ne- we haven't really seen many op- and many occasions where the VSC has changed the lead of the race but I imagine it's changed a lot in terms of the midfield which we don't yeah. see as yeah. much and maybe that's why because it's then at the forefront of everyone's minds okay is the VSC fair I don't know I people have I heard people talk about maybe um, that pit doesn't if you pit under VSC it doesn't count as your mandatory pit mm. and that would then be you know if you want to get a tyre advantage maybe later on in the right, I guess well, it they all could depends close on the when pit, it they could close the pit lane I think that was Paul DeRest's argument that if they close the pit lane you can't stop you can't get an advantage when they used to close the pit lane there was the problem that uh if you had fuel you needed fuel you had yeah, to pit yeah, but that's yeah. obviously not a problem mm. anymore but what if like you know what if under what if one of the reasons that the vsc is brought out is because there's been a collision a car is um needing to get cleared out or whatever but it's not serious enough for a safety car but there's another car that's got damage and it's then dangerous for that car to not come in the pit lane. I think there should be the option to pit, but then you get a penalty for it. Like that's that's if if that car is has as you say, dangerous damage, then they can come into the pits, but it's, I, it's so I something don't sorry, you don't I, don't agree. I don't agree. I think it's it's a variable in Formula One, you know, everyone's everyone wants it to be fair, obviously, but things happen it's like saying oh we'll cancel the race if it rains because the guy winning deserved to win when it was dry it's stuff but happens. that's that's a stuff different happens. kind of condition like a vsc going out is the decision of the stewards or whatever you know they've but it's like a safety car right if the safety car often changes the race result exactly. the virtual safety car changes the race result it's it's just unfortunate obviously it's unfortunate that ferrari have lost the race in that way and it's screwed them, but next time it might screw Mercedes, next yeah, time it might screw But I think Red the Bull. difference between VSC and safety car is that safety car, okay, some people gain, some people lose, but at least the, the pack is bunched up. Lewis, it, uh, until we had the actual full safety car, would have had a six, seven, eight second lead on soft tyres, and that would have been it. He would have robbed away, and he obviously still did win the race. So I can understand both 
arguments because it does kind of it's almost like a cheap way of the race just flipping on its head whereas at least with the safety car there is action straight afterwards i don't know but um what yeah, do you I'm, think, sure, I'm sure a lot of people will i i think i agree with tommy opinions. yeah I, I just think it's just a part of again that's kind of why i was like let's get back to basics like what is it there to do what it's there to do fundamentally is to slow the cars down to protect them from something that's going on on track or protect the marshals from something that's going on on track what it does to the actual racing i think there have been enough instances of where where a vsc hasn't affected the race over when a vsc has affected a race for it to just be a moot point like it's just something that you have to like strategy wise you have to take it into account that is an that is a um, not an inevitability, obviously, because it's not, but it's it's just an eventuality that you have to have a strategy in place for because it's something that could happen. Stuff happens in F1 races. It's 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 a plan on, you know, you go into Monaco and the disadvantage is if you pit early, you're on a street track. Yeah. And same same with Singapore, you know, you you pit early, you're vulnerable because if there is an incident, it's going to bring out a safety car. So, you know, it's unfortunate Ferrari, but there was always going to be that risk that that was going to happen. So. It's just, yeah, uh, and we actually saw is. the VSC, which was unlike Singapore when we had George Russell walking around and there was no VSC. So yeah. th- there's inconsistencies with when, with when the VSC is actually brought out. That apparently, according to uh, RaceFans.net, Ferrari were a hundred meters away from avoiding a VSC for Vettel's retirement. So oh, to do wow. with where uh, the um, VSC zone, yeah, where Vettel had parked the car. Um, if he'd have done it a hundred, hang on, let me just double check what it says here because I don't want to misquote. A um, hundred meters, maybe later, we could have got to the pit lane. So essentially, is what he's, he's saying. Mm. But because it, it because they weird. had to they had to stop the car because otherwise they're going to cause massive electrical problems. Which I'm surprised um, they still didn't do. If I'm honest, because I, I, I'm surprised they didn't just go, okay, all right, Vettel might take an engine or whatever in the is next it, race. Was it endangering Vettel because of? Yeah, I think that's, that's the, the question. That's yeah. the, the question is. Oh, there's a, yeah, there's a loss of insulation to the car, so essentially the driver is not protected against. Uh, I can electrical. see. It, I can see it there in the quote that it says yeah. it's the safest action we could do for Seb, yeah. which okay. is fair enough right, because fair. Yeah, yeah. if they carried on, and obviously the argument is, it doesn't matter if the car falls to pieces, yeah. but if yeah. it's endangering Vettel, then, then it makes sense because it's that electrical side of things, which yeah, yeah which yeah. can cause issues. So okay. I mean that, but that's racing, right? Yeah, it's fractions and you know. 0.001 of a second can change mm. everything that's that's just racing so and i just want to clarify for my vsc opinion that uh it's not because leclerc uh was obviously the the, the victim in this because yeah. uh, i didn't i didn't agree with it in the uh, the vettel <laughs> one either really uh when uh in australia 2018 so um but hey ho that's just part of racing as you guys say uh so jess let's go on to your three word race review sure so i've put ferrari ferrari to themselves <sighs> Oof. interesting so obviously as everybody knows there was a huge case of team order chaos essentially um and seb even after the race seemed to to keep ref- like refuting the fact that they'd had this discussion about um who would lead the race after the start because of the toe advantage that the third place position gets um I just think they over-manufactured it. They made it too complicated. 100%. They just... They just Why didn't they do it in the pit stops? Yeah, it, it, which, well, we, which they, they did, they did do. do it, but they didn't have to... By not doing it in the pit stops, they've now created this thing where Charles feels like Vettel's not going to obey the team orders, so he won't now want to 
obey team orders. Vettel has already pointed his authority that he's not going to obey team orders to help Leclerc. Mm. Whereas if they'd just done it in the pit stops, they could have done that without this whole like political back and forth on the radio. Because that's yeah, because they that's could, created this massive. They still gave Charles the preferential um, strategy. They yeah. hung Seb out to dry. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't matter that he was first into turn two. Like it didn't, it, yeah, it, it didn't make any sense. It's almost like they hadn't spoken to their drivers about, okay, if Seb gets into first, th- uh, into turn two, then we will do this. It was, okay, yeah. well, what's, what's going to happen now? Now you've got to swap back. They, I, I, clearly, I mean, that early yeah, in a race as well, just let them race. It made yeah. no sense for them to swap so early anyway because Hamilton was on more durable tyres as well as sticking with them. If Seb and Charles had changed positions six, seven laps into the race when they were arguing... Hamilton would have then had DRS on Vettel because of the two-second gap that he had to Charles, and it just made no sense. The only way it would have made sense is if Charles was really quick and Vettel was uh, going slower, and then they could have swapped. Vettel would have backed up Hamilton and given Leclerc a gap. Mm. But instead, you know, Vettel was the one checking out. The, The thing with the toe is clearly before the race, and this is something that Charles has said himself, they said, whatever you do, make sure you tow Vettel and not Hamilton because we want a 1-2 yeah, into which is the fair. first corner, not Hamilton taking the lead and us second and third, which is totally fair. The thing is, there there doesn't seem to have been any discussion that goes, well, what if Vettel attacks Leclerc? Yeah. If there'd been a discussion and said, well, if Vettel passes you, we'll swap it back later, that doesn't seem... I've, I've seen no clear-cut decision whether that was the case. Right. I think I mean? it was. I think that was the, the they had been said it would happen, but not how. Right. Because obviously then Charles going to panic and be like, oh, well, Seb's ahead. I'm not right behind him. I'm losing time. It's hard to follow around Russia. He, and, and as the commentators were saying, this is Seb's time to prove himself now and make she the gap. Did. And he got to like four second gap and he looked like the quicker Ferrari. And I imagine maybe some of that was down to Charles feeling a little bit hard done by, probably not driving the best and getting a bit ag- aggressive and frustrated or in the he car. just thought i'm going to manage my tires and i'll i'll go and for longer mm. if necessary i don't uh, know and like, i wonder how much he when he was pushing behind vettel at the start because they'd told leclerc vettel's going to let you through he was yeah. obviously probably picking up the pace and getting in the dirty air and maybe that's when you know some of his tire performance had gone off as well so. the most embarrassing thing was that everything was broadcast and no one seemed to know what was going on mm. yeah. no 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 one and i mean great watch great entertainment yeah. for everyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> listening and, to it. you know i think the the two drivers actually got a bit of um a hard time on social i know everyone's very quick to to judge but you know they're calling charla crybaby i don't think that's correct he 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 was actually quite mature about it. I mean, even though he <laughs> that made meme it, you showed me was brilliant. Oh, what was, oh yeah, uh, it was. I'll find it. Yeah, yeah you find that. Find that later. But yeah, so he he made it very clear. Like, look, guys, I followed the rules here. Like, I did what we agreed, and now you've put me behind. Mm. But equally, it's slightly immature to think that just because there's been an agreement, like we know what t- like they're races at the end of the day. And they're going to put themselves first unless it's a completely and utterly pointless and thankless task. And then mm. they'll do a bottas. Yeah, like Leclerc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, savage, but true. Uh, Leclerc, obviously, they're in Bahrain. Leclerc was told, don't overtake him yet. And he overtook him straight away. They've yeah. both shown this kind of, well, I'm going to take yeah. my own. And it's almost like a preview for 2020 where Mercedes have got this perfect wingman in bottas where he will happily move out the way. He won't 
beat Hamilton. But if these two, even if Ferrari have a, an amazing car like they have now, that relationship is going to be spicy and could cost them a driver's title if they're going to be tripping over each other like that all the time and they're losing races because of it. Yeah, uh, Nicholas BJKR1 says, is the internal rivalry in Ferrari beneficial, two great drivers pushing to outpace each other, or detrimental, team strategies become almost impossible to the team? There's, of course, ups and downs with it, but is it overall an up or down? I think down. it's good. They, they, well, it's got, it's got pros and cons, right? Yeah, I think it pushes both drivers yeah. to be their absolute best. You, you don't... You, I think in the case of Lewis and Valtteri, they do push each other. But like Valtteri's very quick in qualifying. Like he, he's, yeah, yeah. He, hasn't, he hasn't done so <laughs> yeah. well recently, but yeah. I think that's been... And here I am jumping to Bottas's defence. But there have been a couple of things that have happened that haven't gone his way and meant that he hasn't qualified very well. But we know that he's quick. And he does push Lewis in that respect, I think. But And that's good, but... Not to the extent that Charles is pushing Seb. Mm. Like Seb has to, has had to absolutely bring his everything now. If this is happening now, though, what's it going to be like if they get to that first race and the Ferrari is miles quicker? It's the thing that um, Mercedes had that advantage at the very start of the hybrid era, where they had Rosberg and Hamilton, and they tripped over each other a lot, and they were taking points off each other, but ultimately they had no one to challenge yeah if ferrari had been there that year they might have you know snuck in the championship it's kind of what happened with Kimi when it was hamilton and alonso at mclaren having that inter-team battle ferrari if those two are tripping each other and hamilton's just taking points all the time yeah finishing the best mercedes it's not it's it's gonna get very bitter and it's get, getting very bitter already i, I can feel that that relationship is ready to explode already. I, I don't know if it's it's on the brink right now. I think personally, it's 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 good for Ferrari, and I think that the two of them have really brought Ferrari to where they are now, especially Vettel with the development over the last few years and whatnot. Although he didn't really have much uh, of a uh, competition with Kimi uh, back then, no. but then I, I think that moving forward, Ferrari aren't scared to implement team orders we've seen that and Leclerc is happy to play the team game when it's been agreed and that's that's when he then comes mm. back and goes well what's happened here you know like he's been told say for in Singapore you know it's just a, a general team rule we won't undercut with the car behind and then he's questioning yeah. that uh, you've got this one where you know we've agreed you know so he obviously it was to his benefit both times so don't get me wrong I don't know if he'd be complaining so much if Seb was getting the advantage I don't know but he did come out at the end um, Charles and said everything went according to plan yeah but he's very apart PR from friendly, his yeah. well yeah <laughs> is, he it, is but that's I mean again that's a level of maturity that you need I think to be a Ferrari driver go, um, on, go with the meme now uh, okay so the, the meme is uh, other drivers on the radio and it's got a picture of Rambo yelling and then Leclerc on the radio, and it's a picture of him doing a presentation, and it says top reasons why, top five reasons why you are wrong, and I should win the race. Because <laughs> yeah. his team radio so during measured. that was just kind of like, uh, I just want to let you know that I'm not too happy about this. Uh, I <laughs> but will, we'll speak after. We'll speak after. Uh, I just want to let you know. Yeah, I'm we'll not, speak I'm after the race. Amused. Two laps later, I kind of want to speak about it now. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is interesting how uh, this is something I wrote down that the Leclerc at the start of the year. Leclerc was almost untouchable in the social public eye like you were saying and a lot of people now mm. are kind of jumping on this 
Le Cry. Yeah, like, oh, he's a, he's a princess, he's a crybaby. That's blah, not blah, fair. Blah, blah. No. Which isn't fair, but it is. it does make me laugh how as soon as you get into a winning car, people will immediately criticise you. I remember, love or hate, yeah. yeah. Do you remember Vettel was this amazing personality that everyone loved, and then as soon as he started dominating in a red bar, yeah, everyone was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I hate Vettel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got the results of an Instagram poll, though, haven't you there? Uh, yeah, so 75% of people said that Vettel shouldn't have let him through. No, I, I mean... <laughs> no. Just yeah. looking at the whole thing, I don't know why Ferrari implemented anything anyway. No. Like, Vettel is in an absolute cannon of a Ferrari. He's starting on softs. Mercedes are starting on mediums. There is a very small likelihood that Hamilton's still going to be ahead going into turn two. I don't know what I, I wish they hadn't because it felt kind of cheap uh, when we heard over the team radio that Vettel was going to let Leclerc through. And that's coming from me. I, I was kind of sat there like the just, most just disappointing thing about him retiring is it would have been so interesting to see how that had panned out because essentially they should have pitted Vettel straight after Leclerc. But that would have meant he'd have Vettel led. Have so they ahead, pretty yeah. much screwed Vettel and lost him about five or six seconds yeah. just so they could just implement a team order. Yeah. yeah, it would have been really interesting to see. And it's pretty unfortunate that he retired. Very unfortunate. Now, let's move on uh, from the Ferrari debacle. Tommy? Debacle. Three word race of you. Uh, is Albon 2020 seat. So I think that race for Albon, from me, has pretty much just Put him ahead confirmed of that yeah. he's getting that seat unless something absolutely catastrophic Gasly wins the next race yeah um, he was lucky though wasn't he because he had a shocking I think he damaged the car in FP2 and then obviously had the spin in Q1 yeah. mm. um, so he was on the back foot massively yeah, yeah so he had were. everything he had and he always whenever you hear him in um, interviews and stuff he's so hard on himself he really yeah. he's so humble so when he does mm. well he, he just kind of like oh thank you yeah yeah um, but when he does badly oh my gosh he's yeah, he his really, qualifying one was... It was hard like, to watch, really. I think we mentioned it in the last one that all the new drivers are like, I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but he, he seems to be like even more so, I don't know, to an extent. But Jesus, yeah, pit lane uh, to such a, P5. It was, a gr- it was a great drive. And I don't think, personally, I don't think he's an absolutely leaps and bounds ahead of Gasly no. in terms of pace, no. pace and everything. It's the moves that his he's making. Craft, yeah. It's his race craft. He's finished in the top six every race in his first four races. Gasly, I think, was about eighth, eleventh, sixth, and retired yeah. or something. He just couldn't get through the field, could he? He couldn't. Yeah, he he, yeah I think confidence. it was Austria where he was stuck behind Kimi yeah. for ages, yeah. like twenty, thirty laps. Um, Albon is just—he's not afraid of a dive bomb. He's just going in there when when he can. And I'd argue now that regardless of how good Gasly does at Torosso now. He, the, his Red Bull performance has already lost him that seat, and that's and the thing. Albon's, Albon will get it. Albon's only going to get better. Yeah, you know, this he's is, shown a lot this more. Is first season, yeah. Gasly's had a few seasons now, and he's he's kind of shown to a degree what he's able to do, especially in the Red Bull. He's had what he had eleven races or something mm. like that. Yeah, you know, Albon in his first four has definitely impressed more than Gasly has in every yeah. sense. Really, it's crazy to think Albon is a rookie. Yeah, I almost feel like he was at Toro Rosso last year, but he yeah, wasn't. He's not, it's he's, really he was weird. in F two, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. but he again and only just yeah. yeah. As well, he's um, probably perfect for Red Bull in that he's not beating Max or well, he, he if Red Bull end up with a championship winning car, he, he has the he potential to Max. be a yeah. Bottas. Yeah. Which better than is Bottas, what you want in a team. If yeah, 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 exactly. You need yeah. not a, a better than number Leclerc, two no. driver. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're in disagreement with that. Um, 
Yes, uh, uh, Tobbs CS says, is Al- Albon versus Gasly still up for debate? No. I don't think so anymore. Think not unfortunately not. It's, I'd like to see Gasly still perform at Toro Rosso because he can clearly still drive that car. But but then where? Just stay there. What, forever? For a little bit until forever. he gets like a podium or something. become and then, a Hulkenberg and just yeah. disappear eventually. I don't know where else he'll go apart from down at the moment. So well, unless, unless he breaks out of his Red Bull contract and he can go somewhere else, yeah, I think he'll need a few seasons to be like, "Hey, teams, okay, I'm 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 a bit better now." But yeah, he's you know he he's got talent and we've seen that he got fourth in Bahrain and you know he's got the the skills, but for some reason Red Bull is not the seat for him. Um, my three word race review uh, is about the track worst third sector. Now again, I think I tweeted this. And people were like, "Oh, it's only because Charles can get through." Obviously, that's that was the the prime thing that we saw on television. But just generally, the track is just so bad, especially yeah. when the only real overtaking spot is into turn two and maybe turn thirteen. But turn two, it's not even a hard braking zone. You've got six ninety degree corners in the third sector <laughs> or whatever it is. Woeful. And with the state of the current F one cars, even with the simplified front wings, y- you can't follow a car. So you know you had Charles, who was clearly quicker than Bottas. But he would lose. You could see he got to about three or four tenths with that ridiculous straight line speed of the Ferrari, which still blows my mind away. But then he's seven tenths probably behind going around the last corner. Yeah. And he just gets to striking distance. But because as we spoke off camera, Tommy, about just the nature of the braking zones, they don't promote overtakes. Yeah. If you look at the track, the, the only two overtaking spots aren't even straights anyway. They've got a big curve in the middle. So is it turn... 10 uh, after turn 10 they go into turn 11 12 and 13 yeah. which is that breaking zone it's quite a cool corner and Albon's Where move Albon was really off. yeah, yeah, yeah Albon's, Albon's move was good um there's a really good move by Delatraz in f2 when you do overtake there it's a spectacular move yeah but it's difficult and six 90 degree turns before the only overtaking spot of the track and they wonder why you can't overtake there yeah, it's yeah, yeah. absolutely ridiculous even the f2 race which is renowned for being crazy them overtaking mm. each other every lap there was there was, there was anything, six there? cars in a truly train for the whole race <laughs> and they just could not they were they were separated by about two seconds truly trained for people that not. maybe are a bit younger Yano oh, uh, so. truly uh, used to be a, a man great at qualifying put himself up the grid but then would just have the worst race pace ever and everyone would be stuck behind him so yeah yeah, so it's a case of just not being able to pass. Hell yeah, boy, says, why does Sochi always fail to deliver good races? Obviously, we have the circuit layout. I think the fact it's a one-stop as well, quite easily a one-stop it was this time round, that doesn't help uh, because you need that significant pace advantage yeah. to be able to make the moves. Um, it's, and it's such a bad circuit. It's I'm just, sorry, it yeah. is so, so bad. It's poor. up there with Valencia, isn't That's it? That's a tilt drone that, that deserves Valencia. its bad reputation, really, yeah, isn't it? I mean, definitely. Like, there are some good tilk drones and there are mm. some awful ones and this one's an awful yeah. one i think that's about as good of a race as we'll ever have in russia agreed i think and it's all based on strategy and all because mercedes went on mediums if they went on softs yeah so yeah. basically the race was exciting from uh for, because of q2 that yeah. was that was yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. it yeah it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> just but, such and also i guess track. like i guess while we're mentioning the track layout we obviously had that horrific crash in f2 on sunday yeah, yeah. um that was massively panicking um and the, one of the reasons there as well is because the runoff areas aren't really well, well they're tarmac so yeah. you can just drive yeah. over them at speed and it caused a massive collision in f2 
Magnuson got a penalty for you for using it incorrectly, he, which I don't know if it was. I actually quite agree with him. I don't know if it was fair that he got a penalty for. There's that. a lot of the time where you run off into that corner and then you can't go around the barrier anyway. No. Um, but the. <laughs> I just had a message by the, for the camera guy saying we're outside because I need to pause the recording. All right. <laughs> I've, just, <laughs> I've gone to reply and I've just seen in the corner of my eye that slacks just come up. Okay. All right. We'll stop. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll come pause it. <laughs> okay. Ah. Now it's time for <laughs> you can the do jingle. It. You do it now. Go. ABC no, you do ABC D F one, and I'll do like a little. And now it's time for That is the worst. That's the worst thing. I don't do that ever again, Tommy. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's go to ABC D F one. Let's start from the uh, the uh, the bottom. Williams. George Russell. Oh wow. George Russell. Uh, hit breaks went. That Hard was a shame. Judge. Bit weird. Um, hard to judge as I think with every single every rate we've ever given him ever because he's never above 14th place C C <laughs> yeah. uh, Robert Kubica he had to retire with some strange there was like some word like oh Williams has retired him for a strange reason and I can't say why did you see about that yeah and no. then uh, to he, save the power unit or something I heard and then he said that I don't know why they retired me because the car was fine yeah and I think it sounded like from what people have reported that they were trying to just save for the next race because they were so far behind, which, mm. I mean, they should have just done that for every race so <laughs> far, right? Because I mean, yeah. it's very No, odd. because I guess they wanted their perfect sheet, but that got ruined when George got Punted. bumped yeah, off Yeah, that was a very last odd race. Mm. Yeah. Um, Toros... Uh, sorry, wait, Kibitza, what were we getting? D. Yeah. yeah, he's just... Yikes. Yeah, it's just sad. Toroso, Daniel Kiev, yeah. C. Uh, he nearly got... Absolutely wiped out by Gasly going for yeah. a worldy move yeah. into turn two. Um, where did Kvyat finish? He finished twelfth. to started nineteenth. Not great. Not great. Not. I mean, it's not bad. Toros seven, seven, seven Toros had no pace. No. So to to C. make up that C. 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 Give C. him a B if he'd have worn his helmet despite the yeah penalty. despite the great penalties. Yeah. Uh, Pierre Gasly D D. Yeah, he didn't drive very well. Didn't no, he? Had nearly a poor, wiped out his team. Poor race. Slower than Kvyat. Lost out in a lot of wheel to wheel battles. Yeah, D, fair play. Although, he did get his elbows out with Albon, but obviously he's still got overtaken. Yeah. yeah, his elbow was kind of out, but then... He didn't, yeah. Albon's it was like, like, it was like I just could get around ya. the elbow. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> just a tiny one. Uh, a little, yeah. little, little poke to the ribs. Yeah. <laughs> but but Please D. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we laughed. We were told not to laugh. Oh, God, yeah, oh, well. Alfa Romeo, Kimi Raikkonen. Oh, F. awful, Rubbish. shocking, shocking. Terrible shocking driver. Really bad. Stalled at the start. Screwed up his awful quali- drive. No, yeah, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, he jumped the start, didn't jumped he? Jumped the start. That was bad. Also, if you're going to jump the start, do a Maldonado in and 2012. Just go. Take the lead into it. turn two. Come on. He stopped and was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, he did. And then he was last off the yeah. grid. Yeah, because then he was like trying to re-engage it. And yeah, that oh was God. a bit embarrassing. So we're going to give him F. an F. I don't yeah. think I don't think he's ever done anything like that in his entire career, has he? I feel like he's just on holiday now. Like, yeah. I, I don't think he's really in. He was really in the zone first half of the season. But I don't know. He seems to have tailed off a little bit. Uh, Antonio Giovinazzi. I th- I, I want to give him a B. C. D. What? Ooh, hot. He out-qualified his teammate. Yeah, and didn't. I... Where did he finish? He, did, he, finished he, involved, he finished bottom. He got involved in the Grosjean uh, He got Ricardo absolutely sandwich. sandwiched there. You he cannot he racing probably incident. shouldn't have put his car there, yeah, though. Yeah, but just stick it in there, you know? And then, you know... He could have just, done, he could have just done, a, he could have done a Lando and just gone up the inside cheekily and then let those guys just... He could have. He didn't. It was a race. <laughs> you know, he didn't. <laughs> to be fair, at the time, fair. Because when he actually goes for it, there is a gap. And then it's, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. Ricardo, I think, goes for it as well. Yeah. And 
it's unfair, I think, to to, to blame him in that because he, you know, he oh, no, I don't to get stuck. I don't think it's his fault. It's not his fault. I'd say it's hard to see. It's hard to judge. Give him a C. I'm going to C because he qualified. Overruled. Racing point. Sergio Perez. Excellent. A. A. Where did he finish? Borderline A star, I think. He finished seventh. Seventh in in a pretty Racing poor point. car. Let's okay, we'll give him an A. We'll a give him an A. Yeah, Lance Stroll. C. Yeah, I didn't do didn't, didn't really do, do as well. Okay, he he got damage in on the first lap as well, didn't he? He yeah. got um, himself into a bit of a tangle. McLaren, Carlos Sainz, A, a star. star. I think star. A star. It's got to be an A, a star. star. Yeah, Carlos Sainz, A star. Yeah. We don't give what? those out very often. No, I think. What else could he? What else could he? Actually, do you know what? He could have. He no, he probably couldn't have, couldn't have finished Alban. fifth. He couldn't have got Albon because he was eight laps to go when Albon f- caught him. So yeah, and maybe he, fifth to be fair, and it was and it was no, it was good thinking because I think in his, his post race interview he was saying I would have defended, but we had a fast Sergio Perez, Perez coming up, yeah. and you know there's no point battling Albon. I probably wouldn't have kept him behind, and I would have lost seven. To be fair, now I'm looking at the oh. result. You've kind of got to give Sainz and Perez the same score. So both get A stars or both get an A. Let's go even both A's. Lando Norris, B. 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 Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. B. Decent drive. Can't give him a C, can you? Is that what you're... I was thinking about Don't you dare. God, he wasn't that far off Carlos, was he? He got screwed over by the safety car a bit as well, I think. Yeah, he did. So let's give him a B. Let's give him a B. Haas, Roman Grosjean. I, I can't really grade I felt, him. Yeah, I felt bad for him. He had a really good qualifying. Yeah, yeah, and he wasn't even stick. He was around the outside in that incident. So complete passenger. Uh, can we grade him? We I don't it's think really we hard can. to grade. But I feel like giving use is a bad thing. Yeah, because we've, we've done it before. We've done it. We've given people use. Just you. Well, rubbish. I guess the use. The use just. Um, a drop just score. Yes. No, let's give him a B, just because of his qualifying performance. His qualifying was great. And then you can't fault him for that. And he didn't have okay, the rest of the B. race to make uh, any yeah. mistakes. So, so. Yeah, he was on a B <laughs> when he got wiped out. Uh, Kevin Magnussen. Um, I think he could have done better. But then he, he, had, he had a good race, but he could have done better in qualifying. I think he, he himself said that as he well. He was fuming he? about his yeah. penalty. He said it was absolute bullshit. <laughs> and, well, if you watch it, there's no way he could have made it around that second. Uh, the, sorry, that first bollard where you have to keep to the left. He's been putting some what are we gonna go with? funny uh, we need to, we need to race go. reviews. Tommy, we don't have time for this. I'm sorry, mate. Why? We have six minutes. Can we just talk about his uh, post about sausage curbs? It's as stupid as it sounds. Had a great time, but then I got a sausage penalty. <laughs> and then he also talked about making it. He 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 um, turned t- turn eight into a poo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. For bands, let's give him a B. <laughs> let's give him a B. B for uh, top. So Renault, first. Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, again, really D. hard to, to. He didn't have a great qualifying, did he? Either? Qualified no. tenth. Uh, so D behind Hulk. Behind Hulk. Quite a long way behind Hulk. D. We have to be more D. D decisive yeah. here. D for decisive. Nico Hulkenberg. Had a good C. race, but then got a bit of a... Not he so did good a two-stop, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's my Insights official review. <laughs> this is why I sit at this table. That was about as insightful as AWS insights that we get during the race of like, oh, 73% of chance think, of an overtake. Who do you think behind it's you. that? <laughs> oh, wow, it's Just throw a percentage in. Okay. Um, uh, C. C. Okay. C. Red Bull, Max Verstappen. Decent drive, B. B. He kind of came from ninth to fourth. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those, a few years ago, you'd give him an A for it, but no. you kind of expect a, him to go thing. from last yeah, to fourth now. Alex Albon. B. A. A. B. A. A. Not as from good the pit as lane to fifth, get in the bin. A. Because he crashed his car in qualifying. I don't care. Still from the pit lane to fifth. 
He was happy. Okay, C. Max is an A as well. C. D. <laughs> Wait, I forgot what I said, and then I just went one lower and went from A to a C. Okay, let's give him a B Both because of bad a. qualifying. It was his fault. Okay. Ferrari, Sebastian Vettel. A. 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 Charles Leclerc. I mean, yeah, no, to be fair, Vettel didn't get pole. Charles? A. A? B. I don't think his performance was... His... Yeah, his race pace okay, wasn't that great. Fair, his quality lap was fire. Yeah, his race pace wasn't that good. But he B. wasn't as quick as Vettel, was he? No. In the race. And he and couldn't just get past Bottas, but that is an issue. That's, that's right. difficult. B. B. Lewis Hamilton, Oof, Mercedes. A. A. Yeah. Oh, I was going to give him a B, but all right, let's go for an A. A. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to... He kind of lucked into the win, but he, he did, did everything he that he was meant position. to yeah. do. And he had a great qualifying as and well. How he, he did oh, in P2. get it, P2. Yeah. Everyone, oh. Sorry, <laughs> I just remember be, just being genuinely shocked. Yeah, that, that last got, sector though. That got there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Balfrey okay. Bottas, C. C. Just, he's, just, he's just there. He's so deflated at the moment, I think. It's, yeah. it's the same as like last season, I think, around this time. Obviously not Russia, because he won last year, didn't he? But it's a track no, that he meant didn't. to be... The year before. Yeah, because last year, remember, they got him to swap it back. Oh, yeah. He was, was winning, was and win. then he was the ultimate wingman. Yeah, so uh, let's go on to predictions for Russia, because that will make it uh, interesting. Tommy, you, uh, we'll start with yours, because we just <laughs> spoke about Bottas. What was your first one? Uh, Bottas pole. No. Yeah, fifth. Slightly and off. the other one? Bernie Eccleston will be at the race with Putin. Neither of them were there. Zero points No, Putin was week. there uh, earlier in the week. But not with uh, Bernie. Not with... Shut up. <laughs> Bernie wow. Ecclestone hey, will be line. at the race <laughs> with Putin. That's, you are not getting incorrect. half a point for that. Why not? Because you're just a terrible person. Jess. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I put Kvyat or torpedo someone into the Kvyat grandstand. No, that didn't happen. That didn't happen, although he nearly torpedoed into turn two. Uh, no, no, it was the other way around. It was Gasly almost torpedoed, torpedoed him. him. Uh, and politics will be mentioned. That was such a weak prediction. And I don't think it came true either, no. did it? Well, Ferrari politics was mentioned. Oh, oh, half God. a point. That's definitely no half a point. Way. Yeah, yeah. Are you even putting it in the document? Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Uh, my two were, Ra- Russia will actually be exciting. Nope. Which uh, I think at least is half a point. No, no there no, was I'd excitement. Give, I'd give you half a point because it wasn't I'm sorry. boring. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, if you're getting half... Oh, no, you're not getting half a point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if, if Jess gets half a point for politics, we mentioned, <laughs> I'm getting half a point for Russia being exciting because <laughs> of the controversy, the team orders, the strategy. That's you not excitement. That's at least half it, a point. It, it, it wasn't the French Grand Prix, was it? No. no. Half a point. See, me and Jess both <laughs> saying <laughs> it. Anonymous and and Hassel make Q3. Yeah, try and, t- try and take my, that point this time there, Tommy. 1.0 points. I don't know why, but a point zero at the 1. end of 1.00. Are you changing my prediction? Right, okay, Stop. cool. All right, uh, and okay. fans, Tiago Tactics. Alban outqualifies Verstappen. No. Banana cake pies. There will be no safety car of ESC there was both no, there was both Gerardo EH Kvyat finishing in the points nope. no wow zero points for the fans this week predictions for Japan I have gone for Charles Leclerc five poles in a row and boy yeah shut up Tommy uh, and, Vers- yeah, and Verstappen will crash at some point during the race weekend pushing true. too hard for Honda yeah yeah Jess um, someone will try a ballsy move through spoon curve that would be ballsy. okay. Well, I'm sure we'll have to define ballsy, but we'll go for it. Someone um, will try. Well, it's a move that people, most people, to be fair, any move for. through spoon is ballsy, isn't it? Exactly that. But we had it a little bit last year, right? With Vettel, yes. Vettel. Vettel spinning and everything. So, or maybe people won't put any move through spoon because they'll learn what, what Vettel, Vettel did. did. Um, and uh, just because the Rugby World Cup's on, no doubt that's going to be Rugby woven into. Be, I love it. No doubt. So you're just there for the points. That, that I am. <laughs> Because I've okay. had such a shocker for Russia. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Japan, give yeah. me some points. There will be a race in Japan. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, you're too. Yeah. Uh, both Torosos in Q3. I okay. think that's... That's such a good shout. They, they, were, the they were quick Honda, last year as and well. And they got they? the new Honda, Honda. power unit that power they're unit. going full back with. Uh, a fan will show up dressed as a red 
Bull can, like full on, full Red Bull can. Full can. All right. Are we get? Yeah, but are we going to count like if someone turns up with a Red Bull can on their hat? No, no, no. It has to be He is confident. Yeah, they're going to be a tube. Okay. <laughs> uh, Charlie Base eighteen for the fans says Giovinazzi outqualifies Kimi again. Game a holic for the win. No Red Bull on the podium. Wow, savage. And Elliot Walden four. There will be multiple Land of the Rising Sun references. I mean, by that Crofty. is that's, I mean, that's guaranteed. A point already, isn't yeah. it? Really. Let's just give him the point. Let's now. just give him the point. Well done, fans. Um, <laughs> yeah, had a shocker last time, fans, for the Russian Grand Prix. But uh, Japan is next in two weeks' time. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's an early one, isn't it? That's a, I'm at a five six a.m. start. How dare my friends decide get to get married on the Japanese Grand Prix? The day of the Japanese Grand Prix. That is, yeah. that, poor, I mean, tell them form. to reschedule or yeah. at least watch the race during the ceremony or something. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Or maybe yeah. go down the aisle to the Formula One theme tune. Yeah, well, actually, they're getting married at 3 a.m. <laughs> okay. They'll be fine. Oh, you'll be fine so there. So I be should fine. be yeah, all right, It starts right? at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., something like that, doesn't it? You'll, just be, you'll be asleep oh, in the evening. You'll just be really tired. That's yeah. fine, though. You'll fall asleep during the ceremony. That's all right. Cool. They actually wrote, sorry, just quickly. No worries. They wrote on the invite, I hope the F1 calendar will allow you to come to our wedding. And it has. And it has. Yeah. Well done, they, cho- they chose. They Japan. chose a really early start, so um, uh, I don't think yeah. you'll be up late for that one, though, will you? So, no. uh, right, that's it. We are done here for the uh, Russian Grand Prix. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let us know in the comment section below and uh, just in general how we are. How are you are? How are you? How's things? How are you doing? You well? Uh, <laughs> are you well? <laughs> uh, let us know, obviously, any feedback and whatnot, and give us five stars if you're listening to us on any of the audio platforms that we currently offer. Give us, give us feedback. Five stars. Please. Yeah. Well, yeah, no feedback, but then five stars, because I think we that's We delete fair. any ratings. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Stars. Anything we below. We, we can't, can't do that. Yeah, we, we can't delete can't ratings. We would if we could. <laughs> 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 no, we wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, let us know, uh, comments and whatnot, and it's been a pleasure, as always, Jess and Tommy and Matt. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, me. And we'll see you in two weeks' time for the Japanese Grand Prix. Goodbye. Sayonara. Bye. Cool. cool. Hang on. Let's get out One of here. One minute past.